Hello, I'm Isabel Basinalupo. I'm a writer and filmmaker, and this is Almost 40. I started writing a blog when, well, I was almost 40. Now I'm almost 50, and looking back at this journey, I can see how writing helped me get through what at the time I couldn't grasp completely. It is my hope these short reflections can help anyone who's navigating a similar path. I invite you to join me as we explore the ups and downs of the main protagonist's journey from her late 30s on. This is an age where all women begin defining and evolving into who they really are. My explorations will draw reflections inspired by my life circumstances of experiencing my parents' age, going through divorce, dating and finding love again, being a mother, a daughter, and struggling to define a career. In this episode, we will explore how, at a young age, our main character discovers love can bloom even in the midst of a sorrowful event. The promise behind a kiss. Our family had just gone through a devastating moment that will mark my life forever. I was six years old and my grandmother Mammy had just passed away. I was too little to grasp the true meaning of death. My eldest brother Eduardo says that while we were driving well on our way to Mammy's funeral service, I said, we have to go back. Mammy forgot her reading glasses. Mammy was how we called her. Eduardo, the eldest of five, three brothers, and a sister, named her that way back when he was too little to pronounce her real name, Abuelita Mercedes. Mammy was the sweetest grandmother. I would sit next to her while she enjoyed sewing with what now would be considered an antique. Her machine was the classic gorgeous singer, black with gold letters, and heavy metal foot pedals. I saw her sit there in front of the machine for what it seemed like long hours. I would go visit her in her room as soon as I came back from preschool. I saw her stab her fingers endless times and would just watch her press it tight to stop the bleeding. I don't remember any of the conversations we had. Even though my nature was quiet, I'm sure we had plenty. My many memories with her are from being right next to one another, watching her work. She taught me how to sew, how to crochet, how to knit, and that is what I remember with much fondness, her warmth next to me as she would patiently show me and correct my missteps. I felt love, no judgment, no criticism, just love. When I poke at my memory, I recall her with an air of sadness about her. Even though I was too young to pick up on it, at least on a conscious level, I was old enough to feel it. Mammy passed away rapidly. I don't remember seeing her bedridden more than a week. I was already in first grade by then. One morning, we were told to say goodbye to her since she was to stay some days at the hospital. I entered her room quietly, wearing my school uniform, all fresh and ready for class. 
This was the same room we filled with our energy of love, bonding, and just simple happiness from little moments in life. Her body was lying down in bed. She seemed sleepy, real tired. We gave each other a kiss, and it was the last sweet kiss I was lucky to share with her. So there I was, in the car riding to the funeral, totally oblivious to the real meaning of death. As we arrived to the open casket service, I realized my whole family was there, and I remember playing with my cousins and sister. At one point, I noticed the casket and asked one of my brothers to lift me up to see her. Mimi looked so beautiful, so rested, and like the last time I saw her. My mind was satisfied. She looked good, as if she was sleeping peacefully. Later on, we gathered at the cemetery, and things began to take on a different feeling. We walked in a dark room with giant cold marble walls. I could feel the silence in my bones as I walked in. I'd never seen a place like it before. I heard sobbing and all faces turned somber and quiet. People were not chatting anymore like at the last place we gathered. Soon enough, I understood why. They began to lift up the casket on a tall crane then slid it in a niche, sealing it with a slab of marble, way up top of the tall, sleek marble wall. I was confused, terrified. I pulled my mom's hand. She was standing next to me as I asked her, what are they doing to Mammy? I think only at that point my mom realized how little I understood what was going on. I can't remember her answer. Truth is, I don't even remember if this question was only voiced internally, not finding its way to my vocal cords, lost in the memories with Mimi. That moment shook me from the inside core of my being. It left a piece missing in my everyday life. That day took the simple moments when the sole presence of someone you love is all you need and words are not needed or invited. I learned that from her, to embrace the quiet in me and the simple moments in life. And so another chapter of life begun. Mimi's room was empty and now my parents decided to take her room at the other side of the long hallway. This meant my mom's new room would be a long walk from mine in the middle of the night. There was no way I would walk that long hallway in the dark. It was way too scary. I would just have to call Mama louder, that's all. My sister Fiorella, my dad and mom all moved things from my parents' old room to what now would be their new room. It made sense. After all, it was a big room with access to a beautiful garden. We left the heaviest piece for last, their queen mattress. When it came time to take it, we all chipped in. I thought I was much help, but we all pulled, carried, and pushed it. Finally, we made it to the other side of the hallway into Mammy's old room. We laughed all the way, and it felt good to know it was okay to feel happy again. As we made it in and pulled the mattress up to the bed, my parents laughed and gave each other a kiss on the lips. It was quick, it was sweet. 
It was the beginning of many happy moments we would share in that room, watching movies, the four of us, having fun. It was the only kiss I remember seeing them give one another, ever. I will cherish that memory forever, because it was born from a sad moment that we turned into happiness, new beginnings, and the promise behind a kiss. I wish it would have been the beginning of many other kisses, but I will take it, even if just one. That kiss is my promise of a new dawn. It symbolizes the willingness from the soul to always look for love, in the face of adversity, even in the face of death. Hope leaves its stand with a kiss, because a kiss is nothing but a seal of hope. I hope you enjoyed this first episode. Even though these writings are fictional, this one is very much how I recall it, to the last detail. And when I look back at what got me up from bed every day after my divorce, aside from my daughter, this was it. I promise that behind every tough moment, there is a gift. Thank you, Giacomo, for this song. This is Lover's Rock by Giacomo. You can find him at all music media platforms. Please follow us at Almost 40 Podcast on Instagram. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. See you next time in Almost 40.